advice for everybody I have is if a 10 year old kid like me could do it, anybody could do it. Even if you're a kid, it's easy. I started when I was three and a half. That means you can too. That's the voice of the founder of Ryan's Recycling, 10-year-old Ryan Hickman, who's inspiring the world's local communities to take on the recycling crisis. Whose phone is that? That's my phone. Look, I don't remember that phone being here. <laughs> I joined Ryan on his couch to understand what a 10-year-old can teach us all. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the iPhone. It just has a big, bulky case on it. It's very heavy and annoying, but it works. to this special interview for the Relayers Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Edwards. Alongside me today, we have 10-year-old Ryan Hickman. Ryan, thanks for having us at your home today. Oh, thanks. Well, before we talk about, you know, picking up cans and bottles, yesterday was Halloween. Did you pick up any candy yesterday, Ryan? Uh-huh. And bottles and cans. Bottles yesterday. and cans yesterday. I saw two bottles and a can on the ground yesterday. So how many bags of candy did you get yesterday? And how many bags of cans did you drop off today? Candy, I used the bucket. I filled up like this three-gallon bucket two-thirds twice. It's a lot of candy. So, yeah. And your favorite candy is what? White chocolate Kit Kat. White chocolate Kit Kat. Now, do you have a favorite can? We have a couple cans and bottles in front of us. Do you have a favorite can or bottle? Like, my favorite bottle's probably, it was 24 ounces over, the same with the cans. But it's not really, like, a favorite because they're all cans and bottles. Right. And glass. Now, I didn't know, you are just showing me before the show, Ryan, I think this is a really interesting point that our audience can take away from this. But I didn't know there's different types of plastics. Now, excuse me for being a little complacent, but would you mind showing our audience maybe a little bit about what the you know, type of, or different types of plastics are like? So if you have a water bottle in front of you, you could look on the bottom, there'll be a triangle and it uh, it'll have a number in it and some letters under it. Like this guy says number one with T-E-T-E, -T -E, which means just uh, this type of plastic. Mm. Then this guy, as you can see, you can't see through it. It says number two on the bottom with letters H-D-P-E, which is a different type of plastic. There's mm. a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven plastic, I think, in a nine plastic i think that that's what i'm pretty sure and the glass and cans don't have the numbers on it but they can still be recycled okay. so it's still really good to recycle it okay so these these are aluminum yes right? okay mm -hmm. there also there's two types of cans uh i didn't know that the normal soda can aluminum i can't say it and then the bit metal cans which like you can't crush it's like mm. you crush it as much as you can and it won't even do a dent Right, right. Other than this, like, you could crush it so right. easy. Right. Right. It seems like you've been doing this for a long time. When did you start uh, Ryan's Recycling? I started Ryan's Recycling when I was three and a half. Now I'm ten. Now you're ten years old. So seven years of experience doing all this stuff. What, what's been your favorite part of this so far? I don't really have a favorite part. Oh, maybe, part. maybe going on Ellen. But I just think my favorite part is just recycling. Recycling. <laughs> So, let me just get this straight. So, Ryan, what grade are you in right now? I'm in fifth. 
in fifth grade. And, you know, thanks for taking your, I know your Friday's off today. You got to talk to, you know, a loser like me. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, what do you, what do you usually do during the school week? I mean, do you recycle during the school week or? or is like during school week? Yeah, how do you like, balance that? I recycle after the school days, like this week, that the past couple days was parent conference week. So that means mm. we got out early and I could recycle even more mm. after I'm done doing my homework. We got out like two and a half hours early mm -hmm. because of parent conferences. But that, that kind of helps me recycle a little better too because it gives me more time to sort. Instead of getting out at 2.05, I got out at 12.15. So you really like recycling, huh? Mm-hmm. Why do you like it so much? I don't know. It's just really fun. Just like collecting things or just... I don't know. Just the whole part. It's just super fun. I don't know what's so fun. Mm. It's just fun. So maybe help me out with like a couple of events that you've done. I know you've... A lot of people have been inspired by your work because in California, it's a big problem right now. For instance, I had a lot of water bottles that I tried to take to the store. And I'm used to taking the water bottles to the store where I can put them in and get some money back. But I went to two different stores and I couldn't put them anywhere. You know, so, so it's a big problem in California is mm -hmm. all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, if you guys prefer to replant it, they all went out of business, like, mm. over the summer. I was actually on a plane home, coming home from New York City, and they emailed us saying, hey, we're going out of business tomorrow. Mm. Like, wait, what? And a local one, five minutes down the street, behind a local grocery store, when, when we ride our bikes right by it, we read the sign. It says that the temporary... I mean, they're uh, permanently closed, and it gives us two different recycling centers, like, uh, 30 miles away. Right. Because that's what happened to me. There's, like, there's, 30, there's a 30-minute drive to go drop off, you know, one bag of, you know, recyclables. Yeah. It's very difficult to do, but it mm -hmm. seems like you've kind of solved that issue for a lot of different people, would you say? Yeah. I'm getting more and more customers because since they went out of business, like, the people are saving up, then they take it to the center, and when they're all done saving up, they were going to the center, then they're like, wait, they're closed. What do I do now? Because I have, like, a lot, and I can't fit in my recycling can. So they call me, I come pick it up, then I drive it 30 minutes away. Mm. And, and why, Ryan, why, why is recycling important? Like, is, is, you know, is it, is it that big of a deal if I just throw a bottle into the trash can? Because if you throw this thing in the trash can, and it goes to the landfill, Guess how long it's going to take for this thing to break down? Isn't it like a couple hundred years or something like that? How long? 600. 600. And if you throw a soda can in the trash, guess how long? Oh, 700? 90 years. 90, 90 years. But wow. the glass you would be Classic, amazed huh? by. The glass it takes the longest, guess. Think big. Think big, 1,500 years. Bigger. 30,000 30, years. Way bigger. 100 million years. 1 million. 1 million years. 1 million years for glass break down. I know, it's a long time. Really? Mm -hmm. And for plastics, like, you know how there's one and two plastics? Right. It doesn't matter what type of plastic it is, it still takes 600 years for plastic, plastic, number two, number one to break down. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. The, the same with bit and soda cans. Interesting. Now, Ryan, what about how plastic is made? Do you know what, how, what plastic comes from and how it's made? That I actually don't know, but when I toured Replant It, the main facility, about an hour and a half away from us, before they closed, uh, they were recycling it, crunching it up into big bales, and shipping it off 
30 minutes more towards our house to this big place mm. called Carbon Light. Mm. And they like uh, melt it down, peel, like melt off the labels. All bottles go in different directions, like clear ones, green ones, right. uh, red ones, brown ones. And like then it will be melted into these little like rice pellets or mm -hmm. like cornflakes. Mm, okay. And I don't know what happens after that or after that. I bet they go to the people who make them again. And like those big five gallon bottles that you put into this water thing and you fill up your mug a couple times mm. or lots of times. Those are actually made from, it looks like a science test tube up this big. And it feels like it's really heavy. It feels like it's made of glass. If you drop it, it's probably going to shatter. But really, it's plastic, and they just blow air into it. And it just goes like, and then it just inflates. <laughs> Pops off. It, you just think it's a blue test tube, but really, it's not. And it feels so heavy, heavier than the normal five-gallon thing. Interesting. Well, you know, I was talking to your friend Mitch Hedlund at RAA, mm -hmm. one of your partners. Mm -hmm. She was telling me that, like, you know, virgin plastic is made from, like, fossil fuels, which is made like, gasoline and, like, oil and things like that. So I thought that was pretty interesting, too. But it seems like you've had a nice tour inside one of the recycling facilities. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's, I think the recycling facilities, they, they probably like you a lot, huh, since you're bringing in mm -hmm. a, a, lot of, uh, a lot of bottles, mm -hmm. a lot of cans. Mm -hmm. What are some of the conversations that you have with some of these people at those areas? Like at the recycling centers? Yeah. I don't know. You talked to um, them at all? Did they ever say thank you or? Yeah, they, they say, they, they're like, oh, here comes Ryan with a bunch of cans. And then <laughs> yeah. like Gustavo, he's the dude that works there. He brings mm -hmm. over this humongous bin for plastic. Then like we have like 12 bags completely full of these like 75 gallon bags. They're big, big bags. bags. Big bags. Big yeah. green bags that you can get on your sure. line. Yeah. And we have like 12 plastic and three cans and a bin of glass. Uh, this dude Gustavo brings over a big bin. We fill it up, and all all the plastic will be in it. He takes it away, weighs it, and sadly there's a pound limit. I think it's like fifty thousand pounds something hmm. for plastic and cans, and like a hundred thousand pounds for glass. I don't know, but because people are taking it in from Arizona. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. got it. Where they don't pay the nickel for it. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that when, when I moved there from Oregon, they, they don't really recycle mm -hmm. bottles and cans that well. And it's actually, it was strange growing up in Oregon, you know, growing up in California, mm -hmm. sure. And then you probably figured out, you went to Arizona, I was like, oh, why, why don't they do the same thing? Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, also there's three main states that mostly recycle. Oh, really? It's, they're probably going to be on most labels saying it, like CACRVs, right. the standardized California one, Hawaii, Maine, Oregon. Those kind of like the most ones. four states that recycle the most mm -hmm. because those are on like every single bottle. Right, so. right. Yeah, and they're also on the coast too. Mm -hmm. um, so California and Oregon, that's where I'm from. I'm glad we can share that connection at least. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm curious, uh, you know, what about, what about, what are your friends saying about these efforts? Are they helping you out when you come to school? Are they, are they curious about what you're, what you're doing, what you're doing on Allen, yeah, what you're doing on the Today Show? Yeah, kind of like, all the teachers at school, though, like, the kids are allowed to have, like, a water bottle on their desk, and whenever they're thirsty in class, they get to drink it. Whenever they're done, they put it in this bag outside of the classroom or in the classroom. Mm. And every single Tuesday, I come by and collect all the bottles 
and I get all of them from mostly every single class in my school, and I take it home, sort it, then take it to the center. What's the most difficult thing that you ran into? Is it sorting? Is it taking off the caps? Is it driving? Is it finding places to, to put them away? We What's actually it? don't have to take off the caps. You don't? Okay. I think the difficultest part is probably tying down everything and hoping the best, not everything will fly off on the freeway. Mm, okay. And so maybe help our audience, walk our, walk our audience through this process about where you pick up the, uh, the cans and the aluminum cans, the bottles, uh, how you filter them, where do you filter them, and then where do you, uh, where does it go from point A to point B? Okay. So, like on a normal day, mm -hmm. I would get a donut, okay. eat it. You like it's donuts? really good. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite donut? Uh, I don't know, but I had one today. Mine's maple. Mm. You like maple? Yeah. No, yeah. they're away. They're okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm a little weird. And so after that, we would usually go out, uh, go collect bottles, cans, glass from all my customers. Uh, go to the next house, next house, next house. Bring it back, sort it. If we have some more, we'll just drop it off, then go back, then bring it back and sort. Mm. And when we have like enough, we load it in our car. Mm. We drive on the, f we drive to the freeway, hop, hop on, and then we drive 30 minutes away to the local recycling center. Mm. Then. That's where I toss all the bottles in the big bin, and then they're gone. Fascinating. And Ryan, we were just talking, you've collected over 600,000 cans and bottles. Almost 700,000. Almost seven, sorry, my, my, my apologies. 670,000, it's okay. Six, okay, my, my apologies. 670,000 cans and bottles, over 100,000 pounds of this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, have clients and corporations and, and partners reached out to you at all? And, and who are they? And maybe. Explain to our audience your relationships with them. Like, there's five companies that have reached out and I'm partnering with them. Mm -hmm. Kidbox, I'm on their board of directors. Mm. Sandcloud, I'm helping them, uh, like, I'm on, like, the board, not, the, the ambassador of the year for them. Ambassador of the year. And, yeah. like, helping them out, kind of. Mm -hmm. Recycle Across America, RAA, I'm helping them with their standardized labels. Right. Uh, all over the USA right, and the country right. and, mm -hmm. and uh, the whole planet, mm -hmm. actually. They're trying to standardize the labels. Mm -hmm. So, and Valley Living, which I could talk to people, or they pay me to go around the world, talk to people about recycling, mm. and then everybody's educated. Right. And so, yeah. And, that, and then, is there one more? Is it, was it Bush? Was yeah, it Bush Systems. Bush, Bush systems. systems, that's right. Bush Systems, they're partnering with me. They give me some. Well, they have gave me some recycling bins to help me recycle some more. Oh, okay, cool. And some to give out to my customers, which is really cool. The good plastic uh, stand, stands up in the rain. Mm -hmm. So they're helping me with that, too. So it seems like you've met a lot of important people in this space. Yes, I have. Uh, and most of them, yeah. or actually some of them, I, don't, I haven't even heard of till then. Right. But then I know who they are. Right. When they reach out to you, what do they say to you? Like they say, like, good job, keep keep it up. I, I'd like mm -hmm. to meet you someday. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So you've been traveling all over the continent of the United States. Mm -hmm. What's been maybe a favorite state or trip for you? Mm, 
well, probably going to Belize, but that was vacation. Mm. But I did recycle time bit there. Probably the favorite workplace trip was probably either going to Vancouver, Canada, New York City, D.C., or Denver? Because my dad knows some friends that live an hour away from Denver. You like Colorado? Uh, yeah, they, they have a nice, nice dog, and I love it. We always <laughs> stay with them. And that's kind of why I like Denver, going there, see them, and see them working the there. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm always trying to see if I can get in a snowstorm, but it's never happened before. Have you experienced snow before? Yes. Uh, when? Well, like three years ago here. Mm. I was bowling with my friends, and when we were going home, my, I was looking at the weather, and it, it said that it was snowing in our city later that night. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so we drove up 20 minutes away, filled up my dad's trunk with snow and bring it back, dumped it in the middle of the street. I went knock on each other saying, it snowed here, it snowed here, it snowed here. Then when everybody came out, it was just a pile of snow in the street. That's pretty cool. I didn't know it snowed in Southern California like that. Yeah, I know. I didn't either. <laughs> It got up to like 10 degrees up there where it snowed. We were all bundled up just shoveling snow in my dad's truck. Nice. Like, ur, ur, ur. Got the pickup, nice. Mm-hmm. So Ryan, you've been, you've been all over the United States. You've talked to a lot of different people. What about interview hosts? Who's your favorite interview host? Ellen Anderson Cooper. Ellen or Anderson Cooper. Yeah. Man, that's hard to compete with. I thought you were gonna say me. And you. No, of course you. No, it's okay. It's okay. Not you. No, don't lie. Don't lie. It's okay. <laughs> Honesty here on the camera. Well, Ryan, I appreciate you sharing, uh, you know, your story with us. It's Thanks. really inspiring, especially for someone, you know, it's doubled your age. Um, you know, you're, you're inspiring people around the world, whether you know it or not. And it's very exciting. Uh, two questions last. Mm-hmm. What excites you most and what advice do you have for either kids your age or, uh, you know, adults even? What excites me most is knowing that if I'm going to be going on a trip or like I'm actually going to Budapest and Taipei next year. Nice, Taipei man. in May and Budapest in June. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And probably the New Orleans in Louisiana and that may or may not in May. You'll have to talk to my dad about that one, but I know for sure that we are going to Taipei and Budapest. That's awesome, man. I've never been there. I've heard great things, though. Well, that'd mm-hmm. be fun, but... B- Budapest is known for the goulash, so I'm going to try some goulash there. You like goulash? No, I've never had it before, so oh, I'm going okay. to try it. There you go. Seems like you're pretty... Uh, you'll be mm-hmm. well-traveled after mm-hmm. this next couple of years. And the advice for everybody I have is, if a 10-year-old kid like me could do it, anybody could do it. Even if you're a kid, it's easy. I started when I was three and a half. That means you can too. There's no excuses, people. Now, lastly, Ryan, you got a nice shirt on here. Where mm-hmm. can people find more information about Ryan's Recycling? You, you can find more information about Ryan's Recycling on my website at ryansrecycling.com and buy some hats, shirts, sweatshirts on there. And all the proceeds from that goes to the Pacific Marine Mammal Center, PMMC, in California. And they rescue seals, sea lions, elephant seals, northern fur seals, and harbor seals. And they, like, rescue them if they're injured, sick, they digest the plastic, and they need it removed, they will handle it. And, like, every dollar that I donate and it goes towards fish, every dollar is one pound of fish. 
also any, any money that I donate will be going towards like Dawn dish soap to wash or laundry right. detergent or like cleaning products to wash pools there for them. Incredible. Ryan, you're inspiring to me. Uh, save the fish, save the whales, save, save the sea lions. Uh, people, you can always do more. You can always play your part. Ten-year-old Ryan Hickman uh, can as well. For Ryan Hickman, I'm Kevin Edwards asking you all to keep it real. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate you, man. Hey, that was fun, man. I had a great time. I learned a lot. I learned a lot more than I, than I thought. If a 10-year-old can make a difference, folks, why can't you? Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Real Years Podcast. Magazines, folks, online, real-layers.com slash subscribe. Go on there. Get your new magazine. And always, folks, keep it real.